The gambling mind is the same as the cocaine mind, the falling in love mind. And your mind is stimulated. That is how that brain works, different than other addictive brains. Welcome again to another episode of the 1% in Recovery podcast, where your EQ is your IQ. You cannot outthink an emotional issue and where we are always, always laughing, laugh every day. We are working hard every day and we are loving unconditionally. Laugh, work, love. Now out, the recovery growth scorecard. Everybody says you need to start on your healing journey, your recovery journey. Well, this is it. The recovery growth scorecard, free. It is free. All you have to do is go to the website, www.lifeiswonderful.love, L-O-V-E, or email me at hugov at lifeiswonderful.love. It will be sent to you. We use metrics in business. Why aren't we using metrics in recovery? What can you do today? Stop telling people, go to more meetings, get a sponsor, work the steps. What you need to do is increase your dopamine. Increase your serotonin, increase your oxytocin, increase your endorphins. Go to things that are related to the program. These things, or most of them, are free and something that you can implement today, right now, so you start healing your brain naturally without any side effects from medication. Not saying that some people, especially if you have other mental illness like schizophrenia, bipolar, or you're borderline, you do need other medication. But for most addicts, and I mean most addicts that are also on antidepressants or anti-anxiety, which they really need to start healing their brain and kind of detoxing and moving forward. So it is free. Go get your recovery growth scorecard. Today's episode, we're going to be focusing on that gambling brain. We're going to be talking about money, talking about greed. We're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about laziness. And finally, we're going to be talking about loneliness. The gambling mind is different than the alcoholic mind or the weed mind. See, alcohol and weed are depressants. Your brain will be rewired differently. And unfortunately, if you gamble and you gamble and you win early, like almost all, all my compulsive gamble or friends in recovery, they all had a big win. I won my first bet. I was 12 years old and I won that $5 bet in 1978, which was big money, never got paid, but I won. It's that satisfaction going, man, I can do this. I can pick winners. I'm just going to keep doing this. But here's the thing. Your brain starts to get rewired. Even though there's a lots of people, but most people I know, they continued on, did well in high school, did well in college, graduated, got jobs, started moving. But they started to also funnel so much money into their gambling habit that they never really, truly were able to attain any wealth. The wealth that they assumed that they were going to get with the dream world of the compulsive gambler never did materialize. Why is that? It's because gambling is designed for every gambler to lose. No matter if you're just a one-time-a-year gambler or you're an everyday gambler, gambling is designed to bankrupt you. It is the most addictive form of addiction. 
And I know a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their brains around that. People will say heroin is more addictive. Fentanyl is more addictive. Now, those are dangerous, dangerous drugs. I've never taken heroin, never shot it in my arm. I never smoked it. I never did anything with fentanyl. Uh, So I've never had those drugs in my system. I've had alcohol. I've had lots of alcohol. I've had marijuana. I've had cocaine. Now, like I said, the cocaine brain is like the gambling brain. But see, with the gambling brain, why it is the most destructive, we can just almost just go to statistics. Statistics is, is the, the addiction with the most suicide completions, suicide attempts, and suicide ideation. Because when you get in a hole and you could get it bigger and bigger and bigger, and no matter where you're at, you've probably 10, 15, 20 times your annual salary. Now, you can create financial damage with any other drug substance, whether that's the pill form, whether that's an illegal drug, whether that's a legal drug. But you'll never get to the depths and the amounts that you can with gambling and then with gambling committing all the different crimes you got to get you have to really get bigger and bigger numbers uh the price of drugs pretty much has stayed constant there's not a large uh elasticity to the price of drugs but gambling is an unending it's insatiable appetite to keep draining your account, whether it's your, whether it's obviously, first of all, it's your checking account, then your savings account, then your 401, then your retirement, then any type of inheritance, then it's any type of stealing, then it's other stories to get money from friends, families, payday loans, banks, credit cards, wherever you get the money. It is unending and there's so much easy credit. And a lot of people get it in the middle of saying, well, I'll take this high interest rate because I'm going to win it back. I have a system. And they always lose. So I'm saying the gambler will always lose and create more problems. That is why it is disheartening when you have all the different individual states here in the United States of America, as well as all these major sports leagues pushing. They are so eager to get their hands on gambling money. I mean, doesn't anyone just kind of like stop and just go, where is this money coming from? I mean, just, just look out the window. Where does this money? It's not being created. This is not wealth. This is not part of the economy. This is money that is being moved from bank accounts into an addictive, addictive addiction. They know it. That's why everything is designed, whether it's the sound of the slot machines, whether it's the no windows, whether it's the free drinks. There are so many things that the gambling industry is so far ahead of your brain that they know how to manipulate you, brainwash you. And so that's what we're talking about here is is that's why and gamblers become very lonely. And this is why sex becomes then kind of an issue. And so many gamblers then have to, even if they're in a relationship, have to resort to going and seeing strippers, going to porn going to hiring escorts or hookers, or in really just using gambling as this sexual surrogate. 
most women's when they used to have slot machines with a lever would just pull on the lever and it was as, as though that that was their lover. Most men who had a bookie would be calling their bookie as though that was their mistress. That's why spouses would always be confused when they found out that they were calling a bookie because they had to be sure that they were calling a mistress because they'd come home, whether or not they went to see a mistress or they lost a lot of money, their sex drive went down because they were so preoccupied. Gambling takes over their brain that they almost dissociate themselves from their life. And that's what makes gambling also so dangerous is the laziness, this ability to take over the brain, to convince all these people to think that they are going to make money and not even just like break even. You know, it's one thing is, is if they would design slot machines where they would only, where they would actually, you know, pay out, you know, and only collect about 60% of the time. But slot machines are designed to collect at every dollar or hundred dollars. They're going to get anywhere from 85 to 93 cents on any full rotation. That means you're going to always run out. That's why the casinos, uh, different types of bars, depends on the country, they want slot machines because there are a no-brainer. They just generate cash. And just like dummies, the people keep coming back. They're entranced by all the cherries or all the pots of gold that you see. And you always get two and you're just, whoa, one. One, one almost like the, uh, the last wheel. You get two cherries and the third one is, is the cherries just on top or just below. It's designed that way. So you get all this kind of like almost like fake anticipation, this fake dopamine. It's very dangerous to what these machines do. They take over. And because it's so easy, it's, it's hard to explain until you, you actually play video poker, video slots. It becomes very hypnotic. I only did it, you know, just once when I was waiting on people in Vegas. But I could see how it can, you, you get that anticipation because a lot of times, whether you're doing drugs or you're do, gambling, it's the anticipation of getting high not the actual high that feels the best. It's the anticipation. That's why the anticipation of the almost win is very destructive. It is, all, it is abusive because you're really abusing these people and just taking them. There's no such thing as responsible gambling. That is the dumbest idea. The same thing as moderation drinking. Once you have that addictiveness, you have to stop. Find a way to stop that behavior. So we talked about here the gambling brain, okay, the laziness. And that's that's really what makes gambling so dangerous. It makes a person even more lazy than drugs and alcohol, having less ambition, not being able to tap into those million-dollar ideas that each one of us has. I mean, that's the beauty of life. We all have these million-dollar ideas. we got to just tap in. And make that money, not by gambling. And also by stopping gambling and going to meetings, getting around people, getting reinvolved, you get that natural oxytocin. Now, natural oxytocin means you're no longer lonely and you're not escaping to try to get this fake dopamine to replace 
you're, you're, you're not seeking pleasure. That's what I keep wanting to tell people. Stop talking about that you have to replace dopamine or to replace pleasure or the reward center to get a gambler off. A gambler is so lonely. They're just crying inside. They need to be attached to other people, to friends, to family, to their lovers, to even their businesses or their clients where they feel connected. And that way they feel alive and they feel more on purpose. And that way they can then deal with the debts that were created with the gambling because you have a purpose. You know where you are going. So we have covered a lot about the gambler, the gambling brain. So think of the gambling as the most addictive form of addiction, how it overtakes your brain. It overtakes your sex life. It overtakes your connections, and it also, unfortunately, takes over and will deplete your bank account. So that's how the gambling mind works. Life is wonderful, has those solutions, whether it's the 12 Steps Explained course, whether it's the Recovery Growth Scorecard. There's lots of way where you can start living your best life. And with that, we are going to end this episode of The 1% in Recovery Podcast.